Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to our latest podcast. And this podcast is not going to exactly talk about radiology. We're going to talk about some things, and I'm going to call it the good, the bad, and the ugly. But the name of the podcast is Apple Computer and DNA. So let me just first complain. So the first thing I want to complain about is that one of the things that all of us probably note in our day-to-day lives is that there's a tendency for mediocrity. Whatever you do, wherever you go, it seems to me that that pursuit of excellence, that last mile, that last yard, is just not what people are doing. People come to work, they leave work. It's sort of a minimal effort, and that you see everywhere you go. Okay, Nothing to do with medicine, it's everywhere you go. And then there's the other things that pluck your nerves. So, for example... You stay in a really nice hotel, and hotels are outrageously priced these days. In fact, when you go to a hotel, you think you maybe you should take home all the linen and bed spreads and everything else because you you basically bought the room if you stay there a couple nights. But you ever notice you pay like three hundred or more dollars a night for a room? Then they have the gall to charge you for the internet connection. They talk about internet, but it's internet access. Then you have to pay. And it could run from the typical $10 or so to New York City where it's $30. you got to be kidding me. And then they also charge you for the gym. Not that I do too much time exercising, but I was with my daughter in Washington last week. We paid a fortune at the Hyatt. What a nice hotel downtown. They really fixed up the area, by the way. Put a plug in for Washington. But how can they charge you for internet access and to use the gym? What are you doing? Wearing out the barbells or something? You breaking the bicycle? Give me strength. Now, if you go and stay at a hotel that's in the $80, $90 range, typically airport hotels or other smaller hotels, guess what? You get free internet, you get free gym, and they make you a free breakfast. Here, they charge you for everything. So it's just one of the things that probably plucks my nerves and probably plucks everybody else's nerves. Now, in saying that, one of the things that I've always appreciated, and I think we all appreciate companies that are truly unique, that are novel, that are uh, just outstanding. And I think one of them is Apple Computer. Now, I will admit I've been biased to Apple for probably 20-some-odd years. When I was first using computers in the dark ages, I was on this advisory board for Apple, and they gave me a free laptop. And since then, I bought about 25 laptops, so they got their money back many times. But Apple Computer is one of those unique companies, I think, that shows you that you can do things correctly. Now, I'm not going to say, and I'll complain up front, that not everything that Apple does uh, has always worked in my interest or many people's interests. So, for example, Apple is always very secretive, which is kind of cool, I guess. You know, companies want to have big splashes, but invariably, every time I buy a computer, another one comes out like two weeks later. I don't mind if it comes out six months later, but I do mind after carefully creating the computer of my dreams. All of a sudden, my hard drive is too small, and my gigahertz is not the gigahertz I could get, and the screen is not as bright, and the case is not as pretty. But I guess I've learned to live with that and just buy the next computer a couple years later. So in saying that, that's my big complaint about Apple. But what is the uniqueness about Apple? Apple looks at simple things and creates unique solutions. So if you look at iPods, and we were early adapters to the iPod. I got that right away. People said it wouldn't work. It was dumb. We had them. When I did my first cruise five years ago, 
That was the gifts for the faculty. Not a bad gift, those iPods. But uh, and I think those days it just reached 10 gigabytes, not like today when it's 80 and it wasn't quite as uh, fancy as it is today. But what Apple always manages to do is create this novel approach to things. And I like to put it, and I've heard it described, and I heard Steve Jobs speak about DNA. And I think it is organizational DNA. You need to be in a situation where you're looking for the new best thing. I think to be the most exciting thing being at Hopkins is they were always looking for the next great thing. You need to do things well on a daily basis, but you always have to look forward. If you look at CT as Us, I think one of the things that excites us about CT as Us is we've always been at that cutting edge. We wrote articles on podcasts. We had the first podcast, or one of the first in medicine. It was at a point where our articles were rejected because people said podcasts won't work, or it's only Apple-based, or it's only for big companies and not for education. We lived through that. We did vodcasts where people said it wouldn't work. Well, now everybody has podcasts and everybody has vodcasts. So we're coming out with the latest and greatest thing. But I can't tell you because if I told you, I'd have to kill you. But uh, Apple has this uniqueness. And so, for example, we're talking just the end of August here when I'm doing this podcast. And in about a week or so, Apple is having a new product come out, which I'm sure will be some type of uh, iPod that will be doing the movies. That will have this... Uh, Apple has been speaking, or it's been rumored for a while, about the new iPods being having a larger screen, having some of the features you see in the iPhone. But you could be certain that whatever this product is, it will be unique. It will be uh, well accepted. You can see Apple stock is probably close to 140 today. And the stock is just a reflection of the confidence people have in the company, that the company will continue to have uh, major breakthroughs and will have innovative technology. I was at the mall last weekend with my daughter. I had my father-daughter weekend, and we were in Washington, D.C., and we went over to Pentagon City. And I saw the sign, when you're on the, the food court level, there's a sign advertising the Sony store. And the Sony store sign says, and I swear this is true, it's Sony sign, it says, we're next door to the Apple store. Well, if I was Sony, let me tell you, I would tell people on the bottom of my sign, there is no Apple store in this mall. Not that the Apple store is next door. Sure enough, I went upstairs to Sony's store, looked inside. There was about 10 people selling things. There were about two people looking to buy things. And they were looking out with the flat screen TVs. And Sony makes some very nice flat screen TVs. There was nobody looking at their red computers as if a computer, a VAO being red makes it all better. And there was no one looking at their equivalent to the iPods. There was no one looking at anything else. Maybe a couple headsets, but... I'll tell you, if I'm going to get uh, a sound uh, headsets, I'm going with Bose. But anyway, and then sure enough, you walk next door to the Apple store. And they had 10 people probably selling things also. The difference was instead of two people walking around looking, there were 100 people looking to buy. And they, were, they were doing more than looking, though I did check my email. I wasn't buying anything that day. But uh, people were online buying, looking. And there was tremendous energy. And that's the difference between two companies the past and the future. And I think it's really something in radiology we need to really look at very carefully because I think the excitement in radiology and the opportunity in radiology and the opportunity in life in general is looking for the next great thing. Not that you're always unsatisfied or unhappy, but knowing that you can make things better. And that has to be in your DNA. It's not something you can teach. The people who have done excellence, the people who have always invented things, the Gateses and the Jobs and 
everyone like that really has this idea of not so much what is but what can be and I think on this Labor Day weekend when we talk about labor perhaps we should think about labor not so much in laboring as we often all do it just trying to get by or just moving sort of sideways but maybe look at this next year of labor as innovation opportunity and excellence and with that I wish you all a great Labor Day. Bye-bye.